morning, good evening, good night. Yeah. Welcome to the show, what a wonderful delight. Uh. Yeah, Patsy and T Ross, better chop up on the mic. Just sit back, have a laugh, catch a vibe, and enjoy the ride. Yeah. And we are live. Today's episode is presented by your new favorite vodka, Game Day, a smoother, better vodka that embodies the spirit of the game. Check out Game Day Vodka on the social to see if they rep your team's colors. Use promo code TROSS to get 15% off your order. 15% off Game Day, man. Love it. I've, won- I've already sure. gone through three bottles. Send me some more Game Day. Yeah, no, my boys, man, Mike was sending me that video saying taking a couple of shots of Game Day. I was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, all right. We're ready for the game. So We got it out yeah. here on the West Coast, baby. Um, what's good, man? Ah, I'm stuck in New York right now. Not stuck in New York. Kind of stuck. I'm in um, I'm in New York. We pretty much, you know, bubbling it up, quarantining in the room. So I've been in the room all day. The usual. So you know, it's chilling. I mean, I'm excited for this episode because we uh we get to try to help out our uh, fellow male followers with um some relationship advice. For sure, we got Cat from it, fighting the kids yep king of the stage she she did awesome man i think you guys were really gonna enjoy the interview and you're gonna learn a lot super funny super funny so but um shit man i got i started diving into the black vault so i don't know if i post i posted on our page do you know what that even is wait the black vault no yes so the whole ufo the disclosure that got released you know you saw that with the covid relief bill that we talked about mm-hmm. The Black Vault basically declassifies, puts all the information online because they make it hard to get. You have to go into the files like the FBI declassified to get yeah. to go through all these different things to get it. They make it easier and just mainstream it onto one website where there's just millions yeah. of declassified. And I got there and I was overwhelmed. I was like, what the hell? There's just shit everywhere. But then it showed me the Skinwalker Ranch. And I don't know. Have you ever heard of this? No, I've heard of Skinwalker Ranch and all the crazy. I heard Alex Jones talk about it, like on uh, Joe Rogan, <laughs> like all the crazy shit that goes down or goes on down there. Yeah. So I, I saw the, alien stuff. Yeah. So I saw the the, the show, which is kind of it is what it is. It's like a TV show, but they try to make it more dramatic. But it is wild. So if you guys get a chance, check out Skinwalker Ranch. It's on History Channel. But all the like animal mutilations that happened there are weird. Yeah, that's what it was. They, the cows kept getting like there was like a weird slaughter, but they were in a, it was in a, such a way that they couldn't explain because like it, the it, it was, cows yeah. were like drained of blood, and it was like it was something that was making like a, a puncture wound that was like it wasn't. Was doing it was like they're taking cuts out the cow or something. I don't know. Yeah, it, well, that's the thing is like it wasn't like wolves. It wasn't. They couldn't mm. find a specific oh, animal yeah. that that was doing all this. And so that led them to like, and then they did this whole radiation thing and there's so much radiation coming from the ground around there. So they had like actual people come out yeah, and their like radars were going off crazy. Like there's that's just, right. and so like, there's the theory that, that that's like a gate into underground somewhere there. And that's why there's a lot of UFO I'm sure sightings. I, for that, sure. I, I can guarantee it's probably, it's in Utah. If, it's, it's in Utah. It, if they're declassifying now, I can guarantee there's probably nothing going on there right now. But probably, you know, let's say 10, 15, 20 years ago, there's probably super flooded with activity. People, you know, going in and out. That's the thing. So a billionaire owned it before and then the Mm. government bought it. And then another super rich guy bought it now. And that's where he put up all these high tech video cameras. So they have cameras literally everywhere on there so they can see stuff. Everything. Yeah. But stuff still happened. Like cows are still getting mutilated in weird spots. Like they never see the cows in this area, the, the farm, and then they're all just crammed in one corner because they're scared of something. That's what I heard. I yeah, I, I heard that it was like, you know, they were finding cows in like weird places that cows couldn't yeah. get. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, well, they found one in like a freaking well. They found someone like yeah. in a freaking corner of like a, a barn somewhere that was like up high, but like killed and drained the blood. Yeah. It was just like, how the hell did that happen? But so, so weird, so weird shit going on there. And who knows? It's Utah. Who knows what the fuck's going on there? Don't say that, Mike. My, my yo, my wife is taking the kids to Park City oh, this park, week. I mean, park City is a nice place. What are they doing? <sighs> skiing? Yeah, they're gonna be trying to learn how to ski. Are, are you dead ass? I'm I'm dead ass. They're going to Park City to ski. Why? Because it's the only place open other than Florida. I think Utah is kind <laughs> I'm of open. guessing. I, I think I don't, I don't know. Pretty much open. Who knows? Before we get into this relationship advice with Kat, support for the show is brought to you by Manscaped. 
who is the best in man's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. How's your Manscaped treating you, buddy? Man, if you're listening to me right now and you don't have a Manscaped and you're a man and you need your shit scaped, go ahead and get Manscaped because I'm telling you, bro, it's perfect. Like, I use mine today, actually. Clean shave. Clean shave, no nicks. Flashlight was banging. You know, it's just, you know, no, no nothing crazy. So shout out Manscaped. If you don't have it now, please treat your balls right. Get one. Go check them out. That light, that light on there is like the North Star. It'll lead you in the right direction every time. And it's waterproof. It's waterproof. Waterproof. So that's the biggest thing. So you know, I know some guys like to, you know, shave in the shower. Some guys like to do the split stance over the uh, over the toilet. You know, so just in case you drop your shit in the toilet, you get it wet in the shower. You're gonna be fine regardless because you know that's what it was made for. Exactly. So you don't have to worry about that. And people like to question it. They're like, how does it not nick you? And how is it powerful enough to even work? Because you think, oh, it's going to be a slow razor that just... Yeah. But it is high-powered with a 7,000 RPM motor with the quiet stroke technology. Use it anywhere. You can use it next to your partner if she was asleep. She wouldn't even wake up. That thing is even quiet. So go ahead and use promo code TRP31 to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Don't forget TRP31, manscaped.com, 20% off. Now on our show, we have Kat Teen Lee. Most of you guys know her as Kat from um, The Fighter and the Kid, the hilarious King and the Steam podcast. And uh, she's the part of the Culture Corner. And what's up with you? I mean, you're out in L.A. We were just talking about quarantine. What's going on? Nothing much. Thanks for having me on, guys. Oh, definitely. Um, I feel like nothing's really happening in L.A. I'm just kind of going to work and then going home. That's it. Every now and then, I'll try try to sneak away and like get to a beach where I'm kind of far away from people, but that's about it. Can't do much here. Aren't they trying to shut down the beaches though? Aren't those closed up? They did for a while. I think during the first round of quarantines and shelter at home, they try to close down like uh, the parks, the beach, hiking trails, and then I don't know if this is the case for sure but i heard that orange county sued the state and suddenly they're like okay we can't do that anymore wow that's wild yeah orange county does not give a fuck if you go <laughs> from la all you have to do is drive to orange county once you get there everyone is living a pretty normal life i feel like granted you wear masks you still socially yeah. distance you can do stuff in orange county they're fighting that stuff <laughs> That, yeah, yeah. It, it sounds like Florida. Florida's pretty much like that. I mean, I went to go get gas yesterday. There was like 10 people in the, ga- in the gas station. Mm-hmm. Four <laughs> people wearing masks. So, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, Florida's pretty normal in a sense. I mean, people can still go to restaurants and yeah. pretty much go out. They got clubs out here. Well, not in Orlando, but like, oh, you know, Miami, they got clubs going on. Florida? <sighs> you go to Miami, I bet you there's something going on. The so bars are open. Uh, <laughs> the bars are definitely open. I, I definitely. Oh, the bars. Yeah, yeah the there. bars are definitely open in Orlando. So it's a I mean, whole different world out there. Yeah, it, I mean, but it's whatever. And yeah. then, and the thing about like the crazy thing about COVID is, is like I feel like it sucks because you can't you know you don't know who has it. It's not like the fucking <laughs> Black Plague, and it's like oh that guy has a rash, he for sure has it. It's not like chickenpox. Oh that guy has it. Like it's just kind of like everybody looks pretty much healthy everybody's cool but it's just like you can just randomly get it so i don't know man hopefully this doesn't go on too much longer like you really don't know it's kind of like you're playing a game of chance like you walk around and suddenly you're like oh i either what it's weird because i feel like people who go out of their way to kind of like go out and about during covid and they want to live their lives as safely Mm -hmm. as possible but still go out they usually don't get COVID. It's people who are like inside, super safe. So I wonder if it's like almost an immunity thing. Like the more you're out and exposed to the world, maybe your immunity is better. Granted, I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. Like I want to agree with that. That would be, it makes sense because like, I mean, there's guys here in the NBA who caught it. And yeah, I mean, everybody looks fine. They're just like, yeah, I don't, I don't feel anything. I just, I just took a test and it told me I had it and I, now I can't do anything. So I don't know, man. I think it's, it's touchy. It's touchy. I don't want to say anything. It's like, well, yeah. I had somebody that was really effective. And then it's just like, eh, all right. I, yeah, I understand that. Granted. Important to be safe. It's important for everyone to be like, follow guidelines. But at the for same sure. time, like, you can, you can see where certain guidelines are kind of weird. There's certain yeah. rules being bent for certain people. 
Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, like we can't have people come to our room. We can't go out or do anything. But at the same time, on the same foot, we can go out there and play basketball and sweat and touch each other. Like there was a dude we played him uh, last week yeah. for the Mavs. Cleaver. Yeah, yeah, he caught it. And yeah. the next day, we're looking on like at like the the tape, and there's like a possession where he comes out of the out of the timeout. He walks onto the court, coughs on both of his hands, wipes it on his jersey, puts it on his thing, then coughs again, then wipes it on his shoes, and then goes out and plays on it. And I'm just like, like yeah, that's gonna happen. So I mean, we either can just like kind of live or you know be stuck. But yeah, I, mean, I'm, I think I'm a live like Maxi Cleaver and go out there and just do my thing. So I forgot to add to your intro. You are a YouTuber now. I saw your YouTube channel. Oh, so yeah. talk I to mean, talk to us about that. Uh, for a while now, I wanted to do something where I would have like, I guess my own area to put content out and I didn't know what it'd be because I don't really like the, uh, I don't know, like I get really shy in front of cameras, which is why I did terrible in school. Like I went to a theater program on stage, I was fine. The moment like you press record on something, I get really weird. And so I am in the perfect job, clearly. Um, I just didn't wanna put anything out because the cam cameras make me nervous, but I wanted to have my own platform at some point because it's cool to be on these podcasts and help build something up, but I wanted, one thing that I can do for myself, almost like to remove myself from work. Cause it's cool to build something or help build something like Fire and the Kid or King and the Sting and be a part of that. But then there's always a part of you where you give so much to different projects that you want something for yourself, like your, like your own shit mm -hmm. or else I feel like my like time, my identity, things that I do will always kind of be tied to this one thing it, there's like not a separate section just for me and who i am so Definitely. yeah i decided yeah. to just post up clips that i had randomly on my phone and some people like it <laughs> that's how you start man you start and next you know you start to find a direction so i mean that's that's all you can do that is definitely true though. I mean, it's kind of like you said, we, we've enjoyed building our own like little brand we have, you could call it or whatever, but it's nice to put your, your name on something and let it grow. So mm -hmm. with that, what's going on with the uh, King of the Sting? I see they're doing different stuff with the culture corner or what, what are you still a part of that? Are you still there every time? I am still part of the culture corner. The fun thing about King of the Sting is that it's a show that's always kind of evolving. What happened within the last few months is we started to do the Patreon and with the Patreon, we had a talk with Brendan and Theo and they really wanted to give everyone that worked kind of behind the scenes or in production, a almost like a, an after show where you would get on Patreon. So it's a whole nother podcast with me, Chappelle, Nick and Chin. And then we would have guests like you guys were on. And what yep. ended up happening was that it, there was so many uh, different episodes where it felt like we would kind of run into this issue where you would talk about the same thing. Because when you speak for a living, you work on so many shows, there are only so many things you can really talk about until you kind of run out or you start repeating things. And so now that we had our own podcast on the Patreon, and then we were also on King the Sting, and then Chappelle, Brendan, Chin, and I are also on Fighter and the Kids. So it felt very much like you were getting the same show in different variations. Like you put mm -hmm. a different title over it, but it's the same people. So the idea that Theo had, which I think is really great, is let's switch people in and out here and there and see how we can kind of switch up this show. Cause it's easy to get stale and it's easy to get complacent. And even though fans initially don't really like change, I think this is ultimately good cause it's just, you don't want to stay stagnant and be mm. the same show like keep the core of it the essence of it and Chappelle and I will always be back when it's our time to be back but we do have other spots where you can listen which is yeah. good I think it's just important to kind of keep evolving because like how many times you watch something and then or like you have a conversation with your friends and suddenly you start repeating these same stories and you're just mm. having like we need new shit to talk about we need yeah. something yeah you're like shut the fuck up like terrence will tell me that like i've heard that before you know shit oh it's 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 like clockwork but that's <laughs> but that's the challenging thing that's but that's what makes you guys so special so you guys are good at doing that like exactly and that that's the thing like we've we've seen so many episodes of you know uh 
fighting the kids or just, you know, whatever. Yeah, just, we, yeah, we just came in and we just seen it where it's like, that is a really good episode. We like to go to that. But at the same time, it's just, I don't know. You guys have such a great chemistry. You feel like, I don't know why, but when we watch, I feel like I'm kind of in the room too, just like on the other side of the corner, not saying much. So like, even when we went on to the show, it was crazy. Like I was just kind of like, this is not real right now. This is crazy. Like you guys had such a great setup and you guys are so fun. Chin, Nick, those are my, oh, I keep up with those guys like all the time. They're, they're <laughs> fucking hilarious. It's the singing and all the music videos. Definitely loved it. That, it's so funny. I love it, man. You guys are so creative. And that's why we always tune in with you guys. You guys just It is amazing, though. It is amazing, though. Like you said, you guys don't really, I mean, they've you guys have started to have more guests on, but like it is crazy how you can go every week and not have guests and still make it entertaining because oh, yeah. that's what makes it easier for us is that we, we like to do our solo episodes. Don't get me wrong. Like it, it is a lot of fun when it's just us talking, but it, it does make it easier when we can just, you know, pick someone else's brain and change the subject and have different type of people on and it drives the show itself. Yeah. But it is. It is amazing though with that. That is that is crazy. And shout out to having us on. If you guys haven't seen, go check out the Patreon. It was at Cats After Dark. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And yeah, was, Cats After Dark on Patreon. We do one uh once every single week. It was fun. That was a definitely an experience being in the studio, having the lights on, being able to answer people's questions live like that. It's cool. No, it's that was cool. fun. We need, we need yeah, the world to open back up. I know we wanted to come back out to LA. I mean, I was hitting you up and we we're gonna have you and Chappelle on. That. I was so excited. We're like, okay, we're gonna hit another like podcast with them. We're gonna do this. Yeah. We're gonna do a bunch of stuff, and then nothing goes like back nothing. Up. nothing. Yeah. <sighs> so, do you plan on having your own uh, podcast then, or what's the future? I would like to, but I think it's a situation where I don't see myself having a podcast anytime soon, just because I work on so many now, and mm -hmm. I'm not a very like. In my opinion, I'm not a very like interesting person. I think I have like certain perspectives, <laughs> but my whole job is that they only really put me on camera in the show to kind of play off of. I'm not a comedian. I'm not there to kind of like sit around and make jokes. I'm there to like, and Theo does it, I think the best where he'll <laughs> ask me a random question, something super out of pocket. I have no idea how to answer it, but like I can come up with something that'll give him an idea to play off of. Because yeah. there are certain perspectives that I'll have in my life where it's like, oh, this is a thing that like Vietnamese people do. And mm -hmm. it'll just trigger something in him. And then you can make like a bit out of it. And that's really what the original Culture Corner was kind of set up to be. It was Derek and I just kind of like throwing these ideas at them and seeing what they can play with. It wasn't necessarily for us to go on and kind of be like comedians or personalities. Yeah. Just like, oh, here's like a fun little bit that you can run with and make fun of, or you can do this, you can do that. We're just here to give you fresh ideas because after a while it gets kind of like, okay, I made a joke about this in my set or I did this on another podcast. So it's good to have other people to bounce little things off of like that. <laughs> even with no, Theo, sure. even with Theo, you can say whatever and he'll just say whatever back and make some random shit up. It's hilarious. Yeah, see, um, I've never met anyone who thinks like Theo. <laughs> never in my life. It's insane. That man is a genius. It, it, Honestly, he has to be. I mean, because the things he said, I'm like, where is he going with this? And then it all somehow ties together in I, some outrageous story. And I love it. I got to ask you, how, how many stories are actually true, though? Because it seems like he makes you think they're so, like, real but they also seem so fake but then he wraps it up and you're like it could be real i don't know that's the thing like if i'm being I honest i don't know how many of them are <laughs> how many of them are fake like he's it just one of those people where you almost know so much about him but know nothing at the exact same time because you don't know like what's real and what's fake certain things are so crazy that you're like that that can't be fake like you couldn't have had just made it up and certain things you're like okay well that can't be real like Theo is just the type of guy where I'll take him for face value, whatever it is. It's <laughs> I just don't imagine anyone would make up stuff like this. Like, yeah. I don't get it. He made a, like a Vietnamese joke the first time I saw him on Fighting the Kid. And he told the story about how he went to Vietnam with his like college that he went on like a sea abroad semester with. And he went to like a pet store that was like a like a whorehouse in the back, and the parrot was saying like "fuck me," and it's just insane. Like I don't believe it, but at the same time, it's so weird that I'm like I don't care. Like it probably is, and I have no idea. Oh man, it is okay. So okay, keep going. Sorry. No, no, go on. So how did you? How did it all happen? Like how did you start yeah. up with uh, fighting the kids and the uh, king of the state? 
Well, I graduated from college in 2018. And at that point, I was already kind of into podcasts. I was watching uh, Joe Rogan, Fighter and the Kids, and Tiger Belly around the time when, um, who was it? MC Punk went from WWE and tried to go to the UFC. Yeah, like, to, okay, yeah, yeah. And somehow in my like YouTube algorithm, a Joe Rogan podcast came up and I saw a fight companion of them talking about it. And I used to be like super into WWE as a kid. So I knew who MC, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, MC Punk was. Sorry, yeah. CM Punk. There we go. I was like, <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. I was like, I was like, MC Punk, CM, got it. <laughs> Absolutely, CM Punk, there we go. But like I knew of him. So I was like, oh, like, He's gonna go to UFC. This is weird. And then once I saw a fight companion, I saw Brian and Brendan, and I just fell in love with podcasts shortly after that. When I graduated, I had nothing to do. I had a theater degree that I only got because I wanted to leave home. And like my Asian parents wouldn't let me <laughs> leave like the area that I grew up in unless it was for something huge. Mm. To them, they're like, "Okay, you got into a good school, so go there. And then once you graduate, come back home." And now I have like a theater degree that won't really get me anywhere. So I ended up DMing different podcasts and I DMs, I think Tiger Belly, I DMs Theo. And the only person who got back to me was Brendan. Brendan was like, oh, you graduated. Cool. Um, well, do you want to come sit in for a interview and we'll go ahead and see where it goes from there. I ended up sitting in during a below the belt episode with, um, who was it? It was a huge fight at the time. I think it was the guy on uh, team who used to be on Team Alpha Male, and then he left. There's a whole beef, blonde monster, heavyweight. Is he big? No, 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 no. Uh, smaller dude. Fought against. Um, not Uriah Faber. No, who's not Uriah Faber? Uh, he fought Uriah Faber and TJ Dillashaw. Yes, TJ Dillashaw. There Good we go. job, Stephen. Good job. Yeah. We've been playing UFC a lot. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I sat through a interview with him, and Brendan just asked me, "Do you like what you like what you just experienced? Like you sat down, you list up podcasts, you post stories, and like I'll give you more jobs as you go. But if you want the job, the job is yours." So I started doing that. I was an intern for Fighter and the Kid, and over time, I think. Brendan and I get along so well. He's like my big brother. He just kind of started putting me on all his projects. Cause there's, I think a level of like trust that needs to be in the room of like, we're gonna say like some stupid shit. Cause mm -hmm. this is a super broly podcast. Like just don't judge us. Don't make us feel uncomfortable. Just be cool. And once they found that they were like, okay, cool. Like put her on whatever else we're working on. That's how I got all my jobs. So were you, um, were you shocked when he replied? Like how big of like, did you have like a big, I know you have a big following on Instagram now, but what was it like at that time? Like, how did he notice you? Insane. Cause I had, I think 120 followers at the time. <laughs> like I was like, literally like it was friends and family. That's it. Uh, and he opened up my DM and I think I was in the car with my ex-boyfriend at the time. And I like audibly gasped. I was like, <gasps> And he just looked over like, what's wrong? What happened? I was like, Brendan Shaw opened my DM. I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, and from there, I was just, I didn't think it was real. Like the job was so far out of like what I thought I could ever get to that when he responded, I was like, well, this is enough. If I didn't get a job, he opened my DM and that's absolutely enough for me. Definitely. But I ended up making like a whole career out of it, which is really cool. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Because yeah. honestly, that's how we felt when we like reached out to you guys and you guys responded back. So I was like, Oh my God. Oh, yo, going crazy. I was like, this is, this is it. We made it. We're, we're on our way. This is we're going in the right direction. So and then they were like, yeah, come on the show. We we're just like, no, this isn't happening. We were so hyped for that whole trip. It was like the best thing ever. That's hilarious. So. You guys came to the studio. Super cool. And we're like, Oh my God, this is so cool. We have like two great guests. It was fun. It was easy. And suddenly you guys are like, I can't believe we're on here. We're like, what? <laughs> it, we're on here. it was unreal because like, I, I was just, I didn't really start listening to podcasts till maybe around like 2019, maybe like 2020. So like, I mean, yeah, I started out just how I feel like everybody starts out with the Joe Rogan podcast. And then through there, you kind of get like filtered through this one, this and that. Cause like my favorites ended up being, Joe Rogan, uh, Tiger Belly, uh, then King of the Sting and like this past weekend. And then all of a sudden I'm just like, yo, okay, this is pretty cool. And this is around the time he was like, yo, let's, let's start our own. I'm just like, um, uh, sure, whatever. And then 
I'm getting all of my my podcast information and knowledge straight from you guys. So I'm just like, um, this is crazy. And then when you guys like responded to us, I was like, oh my God. I was just like complete fanboy for a little bit. And I was just like, this is not happening. And we ended up coming out there, hanging out with you guys. And and the next you know, hey, we're, you know, 27 episodes later and we have Cat back on the show and it's you know, it's going well. So I got another feeling. Definitely. So we wanted to have you on because obviously you're a female that has a lot of followers. So you get a lot of DMs and we want to help our guys out and, you know, relationship advice. And so we have some of our own questions and we have a bunch of fan questions. They were eager to ask you some questions that you already know they're in your DMs. So, Mm -hmm. all right. So one of the first ones from us is, so if you're in an argument. Yeah. So arguments are really big in relationships. And so do you prefer the guy? to either continue to like pressure it walk away or like try to make it right and suck up right away what, what, what do you prefer okay if i'm being completely honest i oh, want boy. a man to like suck like suck <laughs> like come and like suck it up and be like i'm sorry babe and, like, like, right away? like that's where that's what i want but i know that's not right like logically i know that's not how shit works and that's not how a good healthy functioning relationship should work but that's what I want. That's what you want. Now, if I'm being realistic of what happens, like I'm not someone who really argues. I'm not somebody who will like scream at you, yell at you, or even put up much of a fight. Like, I get really quiet and I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna chill out and not say anything. That tends to make people nervous. So that's mm. when they're like, oh shit, she's not saying anything. This is terrible. For whatever reason, I think guys I've been in relationships or like dating in the past have been through where like girls like yelling throwing shit like cussing <laughs> like i hate you you ain't shit and then they meet me and the moment we get in an argument i'm like okay cool and like you won't hear from me for like a day or two depending on how long you can like withstand not talking to me usually they eventually get to me and they're like hey are you good are we good and i'm like yeah, we're good. <laughs> but i'm not someone who like yell or scream or throw shit that's I'm almost worse quiet. That's almost it's way worse when they're quiet. Way like when, that's what that's the thing is like. So if you're quiet, then what do you want them to do? Be quiet. But like you said, you want them to suck up to you. Yeah, I want them to suck up to me. But realistically, as long as you kind of come at me with a different energy, like, hey, I'm done fighting. Like, if we can have like a conversation about what went wrong, usually within like the next hour or two, I'm cool. I just need yeah. to know that like we're gonna be in a calm energy <laughs> space. You're not gonna try to yell at me. You're not gonna try to tell me all this crazy like nonsense and we're cool i'm usually not someone who holds on to grudges i don't like fighting fighting is fighting is too that's, much for my heart i have a that's so much worse though like the the quiet type and the girls that go silent on you is yeah. terrifying because then you're just like i have no idea what's going on in their head i yeah. am probably going to misread the entire situation and then by the end of it you're just kind of like um I don't like it's just worse. I, at least with somebody that's like they're gonna snap on you and go crazy. They're wearing all their emotions and everything's yeah. on the table and it's all on their sleeves. So you can pretty much guess what you did. But if yeah. you start to get quiet, I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. Something's something's like something's really wrong. And and I'm not the type of guy that's gonna well, I try to be, but it is ooh, it's, it's it's a scary thing, man. It's scary. It's like approaching a bomb. It is. It's like reverse psychology, though. You start to be quiet, and then the guy starts to get in his head. And like you said, Terrence, you just overanalyze it. It's like I'd rather just so take bad. a, I'd rather take a slap to the face and just get the argument over. Just, hit, just tell me what I did right now. <laughs> don't don't make me wait because so that. Do like in a fight? Are you guys the type to go and apologize right away? Wait it out. Have her come apologize. Like, what do you guys do? You go first, Terrence. <laughs> Man, I, I'm married, so like I've been, <laughs> I've been, I've been. Uh, I feel like I've been through it all when it comes to you know trying to figure out what to do. But it, it's crazy. Like I can, I can tell my wife's mood almost like better than mine. Like I, if she's not talking, if she, if, I, I don't know. Just I can always sense when something's wrong, and then there's like a list of steps I have to go through. Okay, hey, babe. <laughs> If it's just like, hey, okay, you understand there's something going on. If she's not reciprocating that babe language, then you know that <laughs> that could be a that could be a red flag. And then it comes to like the, um, are you, are you okay? Like I haven't had a hug or like are you okay? like, and then it's kind of like, no, I'm fine. 
And then you automatically know, all right, now you got to start to backtrack. What did you do? What didn't you do? What's today? Did you forget something? And then it comes to the point where like after a day of just like not talking, I'm just like, I can't, I gotta, I gotta bugger until she just like, you know, pretty much explodes on me. But that's, that's I think a, that's my, that's my steps. Yeah. I think I kind of evolved from being like someone that would try to almost ADD. I would try to hop on the problem right away. Yeah. And then like, and like you said, it depends the the woman and the girl. Like, and then now I'm to the point where it's like I'm giving it some time, and I just let it breathe, because like how Terrence said, like you after a day of not talking, you can bug them, and they're not going to be as irritated. But if you start bugging them right away, and they're in the irritated mode, it just it never goes well, and it leads cap, to cap cap. He's lying. No, he's I'm lying. Not lying. I'm not he's lying because. Him out? I'm no. calling him out because he because even if he thinks I'm mad about something, whoa, he was no, I, I, that's he sarcasm. On that's, he, he like, that's sarcasm. That's sarcasm. Well, that's what that is. No, you can't yes, use sarcasm, I'm sarcasm trying to figure out. He if he doesn't if he does it to me, then he's doing it to the ladies. Like he's not going to be like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Like, and first of all, it's hard for guys just to come out and be like, oh babe, I'm so sorry. Like <laughs> it is guys get to that after they've been with the girl for a while, and you kind of like been kind of trained or you know conditioned to do that but like we're out the gate if it, we've been dating for a couple months oh yeah if you ghost me for two days I, I was i was young and i was petty enough to probably ghost you back regardless if i'm in the wrong or not so i didn't like that game but yeah. that's that was just me but yeah this guy spazzes no i i just i'm i big spaz like to be brutally honest right away and sometimes that's why i've tried to teach myself to just let things chill. And I've actually done better. Maybe sometimes with you, but yeah, we're doing the podcast. I'm trying to get you to do shit. Yeah, sometimes it's tough, man. Nah, I, gotta, I gotta be on you. I gotta be on you. Nah, I see the signs. Okay, let's move on to the next question. Um, <laughs> why is it so tough for women to decide where and what they want to eat? I deal with this. Oh all my time. God, yes. I deal with this the all thing. the time. We know what we want to eat, but we don't want to say it. I honestly have no idea why. Because every time somebody asks me, what do I want to eat? I'm like, I know I want Chick-fil-A, but I won't say Chick-fil-A for some reason. <laughs> oh no, like I'll eat anything. What do you want? And then the moment they say, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm like, it's, maybe it's a psychological thing. Like you gotta, I don't even know. Okay, okay, okay. So now that you say that, I do if know what I want. If it, okay, so if you know that, and let's say a guy asks you, is it different when your friend asks you? Because I feel like with the women I've been with, it's like if they're around their friends, they will be more assertive and leader like, like, hey, let's go oh. do this. But then That's if true. I say something, it's like, oh, I don't know, you decide. I'm like, what? Like, why is yes. that me? Absolutely. You're absolutely right. With my friends, yeah. I'll always tell them what I want. But with <laughs> the guy I'm dating, especially if it's like, if it's new, I always, I think like subconsciously, I want to seem easygoing and like, oh, well, I'll go with the flow, whatever you want. But I know what I want. And I know what you said isn't what I want, but I won't yeah. say it. I don't know that's, what it is. That's it's a, a terrible torture. It is a, it's a torture. I saw something on uh, Instagram. A guy says, the best way to figure out what your girlfriend wants to eat is to tell her, guess where I'm taking you to dinner tonight. And as she guess <laughs> first thing that she wants and so you're like yeah that's where we're gonna go like chick-fil-a cool that's exactly what i had planned life hack life, life hack, hack fellas like hack. we do know what we want to eat though shout out we cat do. life hack yeah we need that one is it so that as soon as i get home <laughs> <laughs> so is it the same when you're watching stuff because i feel like it's the same when i'm trying to pick a movie or decide like hey you want to what do you want to watch and it's always you pick it out or how are you with that is watching what the content you want to watch question are, are you a because i trust me like my girl i know she wants i feel like i know what every girl wants to watch is some form of reality <laughs> tv it could be anything from hgtv to cooking channel to like you know keeping up with the kardashians but it's usually along that lines and i feel like for guys we're pretty much like let's watch you know action movie this that you know but most i feel like the ladies are really going for like reality tv i think it depends on my mood like there are certain days when i don't want i want to watch something and not think about anything at mm. all i'll watch reality tv so i'll watch like love and hip-hop love island or like a cooking show when i just don't want to have to use my brain but for the most part if i want to watch something that i enjoy right now i'm on like scary movies i want to watch shit that will scare me 
But I, I'm terrible because I won't actually watch the watch movie. It. I'll be on my phone for most of it when it's like a scary part. I know it's coming up. I'll like kind of look through Instagram and for my peripheral, like keep an eye on the TV so I don't get scared <laughs> shitless. And that's like basically what I do. What's the latest scary movie that you've watched? Uh, Netflix had a good one. For some reason, they're doing a lot of like like international movies that they're then dubbing into English. So that's I watch Money Heist. That's a really good show on Netflix. Amazing yeah. show. Great it's, uh, show. Great show. Great show. I, great show. I, have problems, I have problems with the the dubbing the voices. I don't know why, but I just I it's hard to it's watch. Bad. Yes, it just it bugs yeah. me. I don't know why if it's just because I have ADD or whatever. Like I just watch their lips and it's not synced up and it just irritates me for some reason. I don't know. I can force yeah, myself I, through it, but yeah, so. after a while with money highs, you kind of forget. Yeah. The first like 30 minutes is a little rough if that's an issue. You gotta shake that rust off of reading. Yeah, you gotta just get through that and do it. Cause I'm I'm going through the same thing right now. I just started like watching a whole bunch of like anime. Yeah, and it's all in Japanese. I'm just like fuck. It's like just like what did you say? Do you like it when it's dubbed over with an American voice or subtitles? Well, I mean, with anime, it's a little easier. I mean, it's it's easier with the dubbed just because yeah. it's not really off sync. But I can understand with like a live action show, especially because what, what Money Heist takes place in like what Spain? Yeah, Spain. Yeah. So like that's that's a little different, and you can yeah. clearly see that it's a little off. But um, I mean, for the most part, I, I mean, I'm, it's not too much of a problem for me. Yeah. I mean, got to read a little bit, but. <laughs> no for sure all right this kind of ties back into the first one so let's say you're in a bad mood that's not related to your significant other what okay. would you like your significant other to do would you would, uh, is, you want them to ask you questions you want to dig deeper what i think my go-to is like get me a snack and like <laughs> like i want and like physical affection and so i'm like okay i'm good again like those are my two things like if you get me like a a few donuts, like maybe like <laughs> coffee with it, and you hold me for an hour, I'll be fine. I'll be good. I'll be <laughs> what about flowers? Are you a flower? Do you like flowers? I do like flowers. The only issue with flowers is that I'm allergic to pollen. So like I'll look <laughs> at it from afar. You got it. Put so, it in the case. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> put it in the case far away. Beauty that and beast it up. That yeah. is interesting, I guess. I mean, a lot of times when things are bad, you, you tend to get gifts. I feel like that's yeah. something that always works. Instead of asking like more questions, I don't know, because sometimes you, you bring up the issue more and it's like something they don't want to talk about. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes like I won't want to, I think for the most part when there is something wrong, I don't always want to talk about it. If I come into a room that my significant other is in and I, something's bothering me that I want to talk about, I'll just talk about it right away. But if yeah. I, I walk in and I'm just kind of in a bad mood, I clearly don't want to talk about it. I want to eat. I want to eat until I forget my feelings <laughs> and watch fucking hip hop. That's what it is. Yeah. Get the snack, get the popcorns, and yeah. get ready for yeah, a fucking cuddle fest. I want to watch somebody terrible bars on Love and Hip Hop New York, and I want to watch two bitches fight and eat a donut, and I'm good. Like, that's what I want if I'm not telling you the problem outright. Hurt, man. Cat, she seems so, you seem super easygoing, and I'm like, God, I know some guys are like, Yeah, my girl is not just like, Get me a snack and hold me. She's like, Bitch, go get me some fucking white wine and fucking get out of my face for two hours. Like, I don't know, right? <laughs> All right, Damn. so let's help out our guys here. So, what is something that a guy can say to you when you first meet him that will turn you off? Like, what is something like? bad first impression yeah like what is a very bad first impression that's that you get typically like a lot that is just like don't do this or what's the worst one you've had oh she's had some bad the ones first one i have like i the thing is i never really get hit on in public it's usually in my dms so first i don't know what it is but like i've never been the type of girl to get hit on in public when i'm out and about living life before or after the podcast it's usually people like, oh, shit, it's Kat from the podcast. Hey, what's up? Like, we're cool. But nobody really hits on me. Actually, there was, a... one, there was one guy in Nashville when um, <laughs> Theo and Brendan were performing at Zany's recently. There was a fan. And granted, he seems like a really nice guy. He was just drunk and on one. He came by <laughs> the merch booth where uh, Jay and my boyfriend Stevie were selling shirts. And at this time, like, I just kind of like announced or posted on Instagram that like I was dating Stevie and this guy, a fan comes up and people were kind of taking photos saying hi. 
and he started to like hit on me in like a drunk way. It wasn't like uh, he was really flirting. He was just kind of like saying shit to see if anything stuck. And he was trying to buy a shirt. So Jay sh- sold him a shirt and he's like, Can't, you know, you're really pretty, but um, what are you, what is your boyfriend going to think? And I was like, I, I, I don't know. Do you want to ask him? He's like, can I get a photo? Like, yeah, you can get a photo. So he and I took a photo and he's like, can we make your boyfriend take it? It's gonna be fun. Oh, God. Oh, the nuts on that guy. The balls on this guy. That's the yeah. joke. Okay. So that was just like a weird occurrence. I, ne- I never have people hit on me. I'm not the type of girl who like gets stopped in the middle of the street unless it's a really old man. I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh. Old men like me. Uh, well, that's different. Old yeah, guys, but, that's all they had to go on back in the day. They can't, sli- yeah, they couldn't slide in DMs the same way that you know young guys could now. They had to go do other things, you know, face action. So that's older what guys it, are, I think, smoother though when they uh, hit on women, just because they have that face-to-face experience. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of guys now are more used to kind of DMing, sending like a wave emoji, the eye emoji, <laughs> and that's good. Whereas, yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> Yeah, like, okay, there you go. That's the thing is, like, it's the generation difference. Like, what's, is that our thing with generation now? It's like, we'd rather text, people would rather just text and say how they feel than almost say it to their people's faces. I feel like we're right in the middle of that. We're the generation that's like the the two of them. So, like, I mean, yeah, Yeah, we could go, you know, if we had enough confidence back in junior high, we could walk up to a group like, (laughs) hey, you're cute. Or, you know, now it's just like, I'm sure guys are like, yeah, let me slide the DMs and just hope for the best. And I feel like that's the other thing. Guys probably have to like, (laughs) you have to meet a guy in the DMs. You probably have to like meet a guy and then kind of like talk to him for a while and then kind of, then when you guys meet in person, it might not be weird, but you can't just go from, hey, hi. Let's meet up, and then that's when it gets awkward. That's when it's just like, I would never do that. I feel like I need too much prep if it's in the DMs. I need to know who you are before, like, Mm -hmm. it's almost better if you get on me in person. Like, I'm less likely to expect to know more about you that way. What's the best way to slide into the DMs, then? Is it something Um, funny? Like, do you you say a funny quote? If it's something funny, then yes. Recently, um, there have been a lot of people who will send me an emoji of like their dog or like the dog emoji. And they're like, oh, come here, Max. Sorry, I lost my dog. He slipped into the <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. God damn it. Get off the leash again. How you doing? My name's my name's Terrence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, got it. All of our followers are about to use that now for sure. That's All the guys. Very oh, cool. it's yeah. kind of like the thing that Quavo did with uh, Saweetie, where he sent her like a snowflake. A bunch of guys started doing that shortly after. Really? <laughs> Have you guys seen that? No. no. You're saying snowflakes? What does that even mean? Yeah, uh, like Saweetie, her whole branding is that she's so an nice. icy girl. And so uh, when Quavo first slid in her DMs, he sent her a like a snowflake to represent like icy. And yeah, that's got it. That's essentially bagged her. And then yeah, only like, Quavo. This is what we got to do, and a bunch of other people are like, "Well, you got to also remember that's Quavo. That's not. That's the biggest <laughs> thing. That's not he he could have, yeah. yeah. He could have sent poop emojis for all we, yeah. <laughs> and it, it would have got her attention. Absolutely. So, all right, now we got some fan questions. These are really get interesting. We can all chime in on this and see oh, if we can help these people with these wild questions. Sr. FNS, I don't know what that means. This is a dude. He says, I want to try one more time with my baby mom. How do I convince her? Ooh, that's a tough one. I feel like once you are done with the baby mom, like the first time, like she kind of has an idea that she doesn't want to be with you anymore and vice versa. No? Because I I, I hear, hear about stories of like people going back to their like, baby daddy or like baby mama but in like a hookup situation like oh like we hooked up again but not yeah. necessarily like we're gonna get back together well it's funny because both of us are on that end or, of it yeah where we uh, had a baby this 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 question probably you know needs a little more context for like, sure you, for sure she just left you because you, yeah, yeah like whatever what, what, did, you cheated, what did you do cheated, whatever yeah. the thing was yeah, so I mean, we probably need a little more content, but if I had to guess, but just by the way you phrased that that question, uh, I'm just gonna say, uh, get your shit together, um, get your shit <laughs> yeah. together, stop fucking around, and um, you might have a chance. That's yeah. gonna be my, I don't know. Okay. No, I'm definitely with you on that, man. We've been through it. It's 
you got exactly there's there's a reason why you guys broke up in the first point place and it's either you didn't have your shit together you weren't ready to settle down so you have to prove that back to her so that's like that's really it's my literally advice. one of those two things guy yeah it's- <laughs> you didn't even have to ask cat you could have just sent that straight to our our dms We're like yeah we just easy just stop all right about it. let's go to the next one uh dog dogs and grilled stuff i don't know that's the username but um Ooh. i don't know this one's specifically for cat and it is when you're gonna let stevie pimp out your feet we know the whole Yikes. only fans people are- <laughs> oh my god i went and got my nails done today and i posted up a photo i just think it's funny when i like will put like a blurb of like my feet and my nails and i'll blur out the feet i put up a poll just to see because realistically like i've heard so many stories of people making money off of only fans and i'm like that's great make your money that's amazing but like i could never get myself to do it and now i'm like well we are in a pandemic it'd be nice to get some extra money i don't just know your feet do the people feet blow business you up? is a serious business just a foot. like i've talked oh. about this with like both my parents my mom told me that <laughs> i shouldn't be doing it and i'm missing out on a bunch of money and in my head i'm like well let me ask my dad and see what he thinks of it he probably has a funny answer but would be ultimately like opposed to it. He's like, what? Why would people want to see your feet? Is this like an American thing? Like are Americans with the feet? I don't know. Um, but my dad thinks it's a good idea too. He's like, what? You take a photo of your feet and people are going to pay you for it? Like, absolutely. What are you doing? This is the Yo, American dream. Go for it. It's a serious, serious business. I'm not into it. I have a cousin that is, but yeah. he, yeah. He's a weirdo, and he's like, when he told me the foot thing, I had to look. I'm like, oh, oh, it's not a joke. Got it. But then, I've seen, I've seen people like girls, be like, yeah, I, you know, I post feet and this and that, and it, it not even nothing sexual. It's just literally their feet, hundreds yeah. of thousand followers, and it's just like, and OnlyFans, you know, somebody's gonna show up. Somebody's yeah. gonna show up regardless. So that's Maybe a lot of money, bro. Yeah. Who knows? I put a poll out today, and apparently, like three thousand people are like, yes. Post your feet. We will buy them. Like three thousand people said yes. Yeah, within it's like time. two hours, I was like, "Ooh, what?" Oh, and you don't even have to make it expensive. You can make your subscription fee ten bucks. That's yeah. That's three thousand. If you got three thousand people to do that, that's you're you're gonna start raking it in, and then you charge them on top of that. I don't think he knew the math. I don't think he did. He didn't know the math. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thirty k to show your feet. That's just to subscribe, and then you throw another ten on for you know you put your to unlock this post on my feet i mean this right. you want to watch me step on some cake oh my uh, god <laughs> Yo, you thing. like i went down like a rabbit hole of different like the reason why people are into feet like i just wanted to understand when people started asking me for photos of my feet before i said anything on the podcast i didn't know what the like the the desire was so i went down this rabbit hole and i saw girls like stepping on like food stepping on faces like i didn't get i still don't really get it but it looks like fun it looks like research step on a cake and get ten dollars for every time somebody wants to watch it by all means (laughs) step on some grapes make some wine she could probably make so much money oh so much money (laughs) oh my god God. oh Oh, man podcast where you guys convinced me to start a yes yes and there's the title (laughs) this is the podcast (laughs) there's the title cat starts the only feet fans got it (laughs) oh you start your own website fuck that don't even make your own money girl for real very true get the middleman out we'll shout you out (laughs) yeah terrence will take it to the nba get some nba money in there huh oh hell yeah (laughs) there's a ton of these tall motherfuckers with foot fetishes man (laughs) has to be the nice thing about people who are into feet is they're all very nice. They're all super kind and respectful people so far. The ones in my DMs, at least. It's you have to be. It's a you weird have thing. to be. How do you tell somebody I like feet if they're just like, I, I told you, my cousin told me that. I was like, huh? Oh, all right. That's different. And then now he's just like, it's a thing. Like, people are getting caked out here composing their feet. It's a lucrative business. If I, if I had nice feet and people were like, I would love to see your feet for money. Yeah. I'd be holding myself out after every game. After every oh. game, here's a picture of my feet. But they look like oh. talons off a of falcon, so. Yeah, they don't look great now. They're bad. <laughs> That's, I found out that there are, like, subgenres within that kind of world where people do want to see, like, dirty feet, fucked up oh, feet. It's weird. It's so weird. There's, like, a little niche for everyone. There's it's a niche for, like, girls with tattooed feet. So it's, like, very specific. 
Oh boy. It reminds me of Seinfeld, the, the hand model. That might get me into the foot gang. What's going on? Let me put this poll up. <laughs> All right. Next one. Uh, D underscore Royal 3030. A girl I dated told me she was pregnant and I'm not ready to be the dad. What should I do? Well, first of all, are you the dad? Like, it's yeah. one thing to be a dad, but are you the child's dad, first of all? And two, like, does she want to keep it? That's, that's a that's big... That's tough. Guys, you guys have to give us more context on these questions. God, you, you can't just give context. us... Yeah, it is, man. It, it is tough. Um, it's very, very sacred. I think bringing a child into the world is huge. It's not something should be taken lightly at all. And I think you should really consider whether you would be able to give a child the quality of life that it deserves. I think that's a big thing. Like you don't have to have a lot. Like I, I have so many single moms in my family who went be above and beyond to raise their kids by themselves and did amazing jobs. It's really about if you can do that for another human, because that's a life you're bringing into this world. Like you really have to kind of weigh out the good and the bad. But ultimately, it's it, it's her body. She's going to mm. have it regardless of whether you want it or not, if that's what she wants. And it says a girl I dated. So does that mean they broke? That must mean they broke up and she's coming back oh, to him saying, well, yeah, that could also mean uh, you need to figure out who else she dated when she wasn't <laughs> dating you and see yeah. if, you know what I mean? Because uh, you don't want to go through all that and just to be like, yeah, I'm black, she's white, and our baby's like, you know, half white and Asian. Like it's yeah. not, yeah, it's good yeah, that she you gotta it's good that he knows though, because I had a buddy that found out once the baby was like nine months old. And oh, he got wow. he got the girl pregnant in college. And then and I had I had my daughter when I was in college. And so he was telling me the same thing. And he's like, Oh, I just found out I had a kid. She just told me. I'm like, what the the fuck is going on? Like that's yeah, that's a that's insane. That's wild. Wild. But yep. um use a condom, guys. <laughs> Trojan sponsor us. Trojan, please, that's a little baby. Um, this is the next one by Christopher Allen. I don't know. Is that yeah? Allen, I names up. Who, yeah. Well, they'll know because it's their question. But um, big fan of King of the Sting. I just wondered advice to a guy on keeping it interesting. And I'll take this a little bit further, especially in the pandemic. It's hard. I, I know a lot of friends that are like it's impossible to meet people. I. You know, we can text with them, especially if you're in certain cities, people have different views where they're like, I'm not leaving the house. I'm not going to hang out with you because you're not who knows with the vaccine and if you have COVID. So how do you keep it interesting? How do you keep someone engaged? That's the thing. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like the best way for someone to keep me engaged is if we're into the same shit. But I think as long as you kind of actively show interest in a woman and you kind of just like want to get to know her more. I feel like a lot of women like having individualistic like attention from a man. At mm. least I do. Yeah, I really yeah. like when a guy is like, I want to get to know you and your likes and your dislikes. Even if I don't like him, I'll end up liking him eventually. Just cause like, oh, wow. I know this is the man that like is putting in time and effort into me. Like that matters to me that a guy, even if I don't like him initially, is like, oh, I still want to get to know you and like see what your day, how your day was and this and that. Like that's how my boyfriend and I are together now. Like I didn't want anything to do with him. He, he just wore kind of wore you down. I would respond to him like once every single day through Instagram DM because I was trying to be nice and he was friends with my bosses. And he just kept doing that for like months and months. Finally. <laughs> One day I was just up late at night, like I couldn't fall asleep. And I was talking to him, getting to know him. He's getting to know me. And after that night, I was like, oh, I like this guy. Like he yeah. wore me down just by, he wore like, you down. Yeah. Asked me like, oh, how's your day? What are you up to? What's your favorite food? And then like three months later, I'm like, oh, you're a cool dude. Yeah, that's cool how it goes, guy. man. Guys, wear them down. Stay persistent, you know? <laughs> okay, no, no. But the question with that, though, is so if you're if it's a new relationship, you guys are just talking, let's say you're not even in a relationship. How many times should someone text you or like get in contact with you? Let's say if you don't respond. So let's say I send you a text, you say something, you don't say it back. How many times is too much and what should that limit be? I feel like if you sent a girl a text and she doesn't respond, 
I say give it a few hours, maybe in like half a day, give her like another text, just like, hey, I want to see what you're up to, or like just something to throw out a feeler to see if she's actually busy or if she doesn't <laughs> want to talk to you. Because I feel like if you double text her after a few hours, she doesn't want to talk to you. She doesn't. She absolutely doesn't. After the second text, if she wants to talk to you, she'll hit you up and say like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm busy right now, but whatever. Like she'll kind of give you an update. If she doesn't give you an update, she doesn't want to talk to you. She's not. Oh, that hurts. That hurts just hearing. (laughs) That That hurts just hearing. Like, thank God I'm married. I don't have to ever go through that again. That's rough though. Like you see them on social media, but they don't respond to your text. That's rough. Oh, the red. That, the that, yeah, those, yeah, those used to hurt. Yeah. yeah, those used to hurt when they had like the little online thing on Instagram for a little bit. And then yeah. it's just like, yeah, good night. Green light. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, it happens. All right, this next one's wild. Your DM. That's rough too. That's rough. like, you know, they see it, but they're like, no, I don't even want to know what he's talking about. <sighs> It hurts. My heart hurts. This one's from Tom Henry TN. I don't know if this is even real, but he said, how do I tell a girl I like her older sister more? Ooh. You. It's an age difference. (laughs) More context, bro. These next questions have to be like in depth. Tell us like next time we have Kat on, we need more more in depth questions. Because if it's like an older sister, are you like a teenager and she's like the older sister in college like what's going on there either way if you're dating a girl and you like her older sister the odds of that first of of all don't ever tell her that don't tell her that (laughs) like i i know i know you think honesty is like there's some things honesty is good and all but like bro there's no good that can come out of it. You're definitely like, what do you think you're going to do? Tell her that you don't like her and you like her older sister. Her older sister is going to be thrilled to hear that. Like, no, bro, you're going to, you're going to get blackballed from that family. So that's really what it is. They're both going to think you're a piece of shit, even though like you can't help your feelings. Yeah. There just, are some things you should probably keep to yourself. Just but, bottle it up and just, just keep that shame to yourself. Don't ever, I'm ashamed that you said it now. Don't, don't let them find out. <laughs> There's sometimes though that you. crazy shit happens though, where you end up seeing someone marry their sister or like, and they dated. Yeah. And there is weird situations like that. I've definitely seen it. And it's, you're like, yeah, does it, even happen? Arkansas and Mississippi in the down <laughs> South, like not, <laughs> not in a new day and age where people are dating each other's in-laws and, you know, cousins <laughs> and stuff. The guy uh, run away. If they're just dating, like let's say this guy is dating the younger sister and it's not going well, you gotta one break it off. Like don't stick around with this girl because you're trying to hang out with her sister at some point. <laughs> like break it off, like just kind of give that give that girl some space to kind of get over you and move on. And maybe like a few months down the road or like slowly Years. just kind of keep up with the sister, you know, like hey, how are you? Just want to like check up, see how you were, like kind of <laughs> on that like friend level but like kind of but like try to sneak in that's the only try. way it like, you gotta hit the back door sometimes yeah nah bro wait it's five not years going. wait five you, years you, you, you if you wait five years it's over and you break up with that girl you just five years go by and then you hit her sister or even like a picture and your ex <laughs> sees that there's that's the first thought that's into her head girls and in their intuition it figures it out as soon as they get the thought so yeah as soon as you like her sister's photo she's gonna be like oh this red flag wanted my older sister okay absolutely yeah, yeah the hindsight start coming in place and they start to get that whole like realization of you fucking piece of shit you like my sister and then now that happened to uh my sister and i and one of our friends actually when i first started working for the podcast there is oh boy. i i'm not gonna say this guy's name he, oh uh, so there is somebody who listens to uh the fire and the kid and king the sting who at first I, I saw and noticed his account cause this guy DM'd me and he was verified. So I was like, oh, okay, who is this? And it's a guy who turns out to be a very nice guy but he was kind of like on some like fuck shit initially cause he would DM me and I would respond being nice cause he liked the show and he would try to hit on me. At this time I had a boyfriend and so I wasn't interested. I was really entertaining it. A few weeks go by and my sister's like, hey, do you know this person and sends me the account, like a screenshot of the Instagram account because that guy follows me. And I was like, oh, this is the guy who's like, try to slide in my DM. She's like, why? And then she sends me the DMs that he sent to her. And a few days later, my sister gets a text from our mutual friend, another girl that we grew up with. And she's like, 
hey, do you guys know this person? And it's the same guy. It's like the same verified account who's like going through my social media, finding my sister and then finding our friend and like hitting all of us up at the same time. He's a nice dude, but he was on some fuck shit. (laughs) That's not the case. And he just, oh God, all three. That's that's not what you want, bro. You can't can't talk your way out of that. No. That's a bad look. Now you fucked over three chances with three girls and girls talk. So like yes. within that friend group or that community, like people know you're an asshole <laughs> or at least they think you're an asshole. You might be a great guy with just some terrible situated feelings, but yeah, you're going to be like an asshole. Don't yeah, he has a stain on him now. And he knows who he is now because he knows that situation, but shame. Shame. shame, shame, shame. All right, last oh, one. Yeah, the older sister doesn't listen to this podcast. And they probably oh, don't. Oh, God. And they it's probably too don't. much. <laughs> <laughs> We're at the bottom of it. Um, last one. Win underscore 2711. He says, does the girl that I that has you in the friend zone usually know you're a desperate to get out? Yes, absolutely. Every single girl knows if a guy in the friend zone likes her. And that's usually why she put him in your, like you're in the friend zone. Cause she knows that she wants that you want her. It's never a situation <laughs> where she doesn't know. And she's just trying to be buddy, buddy. Like girls always know we play dumb and say, Oh, I never thought like, I didn't know he liked me. I thought he was just being super friendly. We know that's bullshit. We know every, every single man who wants to date us, but we put in the friend zone and then we act dumb to try to like, like sweep under the rug like no bud we're best friends he's like my brother but what, no. what's the point of that man the friend zone is like pretty much a death row like it's either <laughs> gonna work or it's not like i'm not got to sit here and be like oh well yo you don't like me okay this is your new boyfriend like no i'm you, if that was me you'll never hear from me again i have to i have to keep my pride that's that's too much man mm-hmm. it's like progatory it's limbo you don't want to be there you don't want to be there because like what's gonna happen like you're playing this super terrible long game that eventually she'll break up with these guys and like five years down the line she's like i'm gonna give him a chance and you guys are gonna fall in love it could happen but do you want to spend five years waiting yeah it's not the office nobody wants to go through that you're not pam and jim like this isn't be jim don't 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 be be jim terrence well have you ever have you ever like had feelings for a girl and then she like friends on you and you be stayed friends with her has it never happened to you or is it you've always gone in with just you, you're just friends with a girl because i know you've been friends with just girls um yeah i've been friends with girls but like i mean bro it's that's the thing though like you know when a girl's gonna try to put you in the friend zone and you know like if the girl's not feeling you and yeah. for me like i've never liked that like oh like we're just gonna be you know if i like you and we're just gonna be friends and it's it true i had to play like i never was gonna play that long game i just rather just just try to move on as best i could and just you know just stay solid but at the same time i don't know man um it's it's i'll tell you this it's way better when you like you end up having a, a friend that like a female friend that's at least truly plutonic and it's just you know the homie that's that is like a truly special feeling when you know you guys are both honestly just friends and that's it yeah but like if one of the feelings is off somebody likes it, you know one person at one time or the other like it gets it gets a little tricky and, and it's just like then somebody's gonna be in the friend zone at some point and you're gonna fucking and it's gonna just fall to shit but either way yeah God, just fuck, fuck that friend zone shit bro <laughs> the birds guys if you're in there swallow your fucking pride take a shot of henny and just run for the hills get out of there i think guys and girls can be friends because i feel like there are people who are like very strongly on one side or the other like yes they can or no they can't like I think girls and guys can just strictly be friends. Um, well, I I, I'll talk. Well, yeah, like there's been this. I've had friends in the past. You know, ladies, that was just like it was just we're just cool. Like we just like the same shit. We you know watch the same type of movies. We like the same music. We got the same humor, and that's cool. Like, and we have like, and it helps when you have other mutual friends that are like guys or whatever, and then like nobody's kind of like hitting on you, right? And it's cool. That helps, but at the same time, it's. I don't know. It's it's just that plutonic shit. It's it's hard to find. I'll tell you that. Like, because you know we're guys and girls. It's usually you know it's that connection thing always going. But yeah, when you find it, it's cool though. I, mean, I think I think nowadays too, it's definitely a lot harder just because of just how social media is. It was it's different. Okay. Like when you're just all hanging around all the time and it's not on your phones. But now it's like you're meeting up with a chick just to because you've obviously been talking about something before. You know what I mean? Or you have plans to do something. It's not just like a chill. 
I don't know. You're just not in that environment as much anymore. Yeah. Like. It, it, it helps when you meet like girls with other people and it's not yeah. just like on some way yeah. like that shit. <laughs> so, know, it's usually you got to pick a line left or right and it's, you know, you can't go middle sometimes. So, yeah. Well, Kat, I really, we really appreciate this. this is dope. I mean, we'll have oh, yeah, to do this so again much. and this we'll have dope. to, um, we'll have to, we'll have to get better questions from people and you know what we'll to do more in context guys. Goddamn. Got to, uh, but, um, how about you shout out your social media and just all your, all the stuff you want to plug. Uh, yeah, my Instagram handle is teen, T, three I's, three E's, and N, and I have a YouTube channel now. I don't actually remember what I put it under, but if you look up my name, it'll probably pop up. Definitely. That's about Got it. it. We'll put it, we'll put it in the description and everything. <laughs> we'll, put, we'll, we'll, put, we'll, we'll take care of that part. <laughs> we'll appreciate it. fans with my feet after this podcast. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's money. coming, guys. Stay tuned. Stay, Stay tuned. tuned. Thank you for having me, guys. Yes, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Bo body dance.